0: Check, 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 check. All right, give me your sound check.
1: Check one, two, three. Check one, two, three. Absolutely not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Keep that for the cold open. The look of disgust on your actual fucking face. Hi, Ellen Mars. Hi, Patricia. You guys, if you want, look, we were just talking about the Patreon we five were, seconds we ago. Were. We love the Patreon. I was saying how the Patreon is a place where, like, we always say that we let our hair down over there. We really do, we, girl. We, hey,
1: listen, it's like, you know, we're not, we're not playing for the masses. We're right. playing for our <laughs> salvage. We're playing for the people who get us and know us. And because
0: the- sometimes it really goes off the rails. Last week I made you talk for five minutes like you were talking to your drag queen friends. Give them a preview. You
1: dare! Backbuilding, bitch! <laughs> We did that for like five minutes. And listen, right now we're covering Who the Bleep Did I Marry, and the episodes are yeah. only 22 minutes. Uh-huh. So we talk about the episode for about 12 minutes, and then we fill it for about <laughs> another 72 with there's nonsense. I look at our episode
0: length, and I'm like, well, how do we make a 47-minute episode about a 22-minute TV show? We oh managed to. Well, there's over 30 full ad-free bonus episodes for you to download a bitch right the second over there. You also get our, our monthly trivia. You get ad-free episodes. First crack at our live shows. First crack at our merch. Girl, Last time when we released our our live show tickets for Boston, Chicago, and Atlanta, I know it
1: sold out in the presale. I I could not believe that I know. in Quinglish, yeah, I was gagged. <laughs>
0: All right, girl. Disappeared season six episode three. It's called "The Dutchman's Curse." Tells the story of the disappearance of Jesse Kappen.
2: A bellhop welcomes visitors to Denver, Colorado. Soon, he'll pack his own bags and set off on the adventure of a lifetime.
3: He had been saving up vacation time to have a whole month. He was really excited about this trip.
2: But there's much more to
4: his journey than he's let on. The setting rays of the sun, the stone
5: face and a rock.
4: I think it's one of the most amazing
5: stories ever told. When he vanishes, the dangers of his quest are revealed. Now it started to
6: shift. The sense of urgency becomes a little higher. His computer details a stunning obsession. First thing that comes to my mind is that, oh, we have another one.
0: All right. You didn't like this episode. I I, I kind of, there's a soft, warm nerd heart yeah, in my body for this episode.
1: I texted him early this morning. I was like, buckle up. This might be the worst disappeared episode. <laughs> and then I walked into the office today and he goes, I kind of liked it. Like, and that's not taking anything away from like the sadness of what happened no, to this guy. No, it's, it's the it's, structure of the yeah, actual episode yeah. <laughs> that didn't jive with me very well.
0: We're going to get there. I get really nerdy, you guys. I get really
1: nerdy. I can't wait.
2: It's late November 2009, the start of the night shift at the downtown Sheraton Hotel in Denver, Colorado. 35-year-old bellhop Jesse Capen welcomes guests and carries luggage, as he has been doing here for more than a decade. Jesse favors the graveyard shift, working through the night.
3: He wanted a job that was, um, that were those hours. He's the middle of the night person.
0: We made 30... Christopher says 35-year-old Bellhop Jesse Cappin. They're called bellmen, Christopher. Yeah, I don't
1: think we use Bell. I think we that's from like hop. the board game Clue or yes. something. Yeah.
0: I just had to take off my work slippers because my feet are hot. Yeah. And sweaty. <laughs> We're in a windowless box. How do you think that's gonna go, girl?
1: And he's wearing like wool. He <laughs> goes, he loves these slippers more than I his do. own family. I know. <laughs> No.
0: Oh, anyway, they're called Bellmen or Bellwomen, Christopher. Bell people. Bell people. Jesse worked at the Sheridan downtown for f- over 10 years. He loved the graveyard shift.
1: He, we call it the overnight shift. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Remember, we were afraid of offending yeah, the dead. we were
1: like, <laughs> is that, are the, I got like 60 M's from dead people. So don't get it twisted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We meet Mama Cynthia, who says as a baby, he hadn't grown into his body yet because guys, he was so big. He was 6'4, go-
0: 200. Pounds.
1: And she was like, I was worried whether or not he was gonna grow into those shoulders and, and I, those feet. Can you imagine? He's like this little fucking three foot tall like kid with like hobbit. hobbit. Feet. Yeah, he poor thing. <laughs> but like I think that sometimes, like sometimes I look at people's kids and I was like, Is he gonna grow into that nose? I know. Like I don't say it though, like on a no. TV show for ID. That's a thing you keep to yourself, sis. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then Christopher goes, He was well suited to be a bellhop at 6'4", two hundred. What? Like Christopher is with me. He doesn't like this episode either. I know. At work,
0: they called him the Gentle Giant because he was so tall, and it was just like they, somebody goes, you know, because he had those huge, big feet, those long arms, and those long legs. They're just describing poor Jesse as this like tall, gangly dude.
1: I know. But he was also
0: like very soft-spoken and very sweet, very and everybody sweet. loved him. Everyone said he next no- four girl.
1: I mean, that's great.
0: Yeah. Mama Cynthia says he never had a bad word to say about anyone. I went, boo. Then yeah. what's the point, yeah. Jesse? Why go to work if you can't talk shit about people when they walk out of the room? You are the people that I fear. <laughs> You're the person that
1: talks the shit!
0: I don't! Oh my god. The other day we were in our own office and we were with all of our staff and I was like, I'm gonna go get some coffee and and Natalie, Natalie, our director of projects, goes, great, now we can all talk about Patrick.
1: Yeah. I was like, you mean that! Oh, that's like my worst I hate you. Yeah. But what? I know, I know, I know, I know. know. Let me say it. All right. You say it. Yeah.
0: Growing
2: up with parents who love the outdoors gave Jesse a taste for hiking and adventure.
3: Here in Colorado, we hiked and we biked and we camped a lot. So he just kind of came tagging along with that lifestyle. I didn't want to bronze his first baby shoes. The first, I think, major shoes were the baby hiking boots. And I felt like that was much more appropriate to bronze for Jesse than a a baby shoe.
1: They were an outdoorsy family.
3: (laughs) And I literally wrote, you okay? No! Growing up, they hiked,
0: they biked, and they camped a lot. And I went...
1: Wait, so much so? Okay,
0: I don't know what this means.
1: Wait, what? Bronzing of the shoes? Yeah! Okay. Is that a thing? Yes. What? You're supposed to bronze a baby's first shoes.
0: Why? I don't think that's... That sounds very elite. Bronze? Yeah. You're gonna break out your fucking family gold and melt it down, Ellen?
1: I mean, yeah, that's that's a thing. I didn't Remember when
0: Ellen tried to tell me that she was poorer than me, but yet her stepmother had a fucking airplane that she drove to work? That
1: was my stepmother's plane? (laughs) (laughs) You know no, what's my stepmother's name?
0: Samantha. No. Mary. No. Judith. No. Donna. No. Mary.
1: No. But if you say Donna, I want to say Donna.
0: <laughs> Donna Barbara and Deborah. No, I wanted to be like I'm trying to say Donder. Donder. Like the like the reindeer. Shut up. <laughs> No, but... Have you seen that viral video of Mariah Carey smashing the pumpkins? Because now it's fucking Mariah Carey season, bitch. Oh,
1: you guys, you don't even know. If you follow me on Instagram, <laughs> Ellen with a Y, uh, you know that I am obsessed with that song. And Jennifer, can you- we get
0: a little bit of All I Want for Christmas? I don't want a for Christmas.
1: You know, that's my fucking wedding song. I was about to say, and it's your wedding song. Do you think I am new? I know. You, like, honestly. What? Like, do you look at me and you don't see the face? Like, I, I, no.
0: You know, the very first thing you ever said on this podcast was, I invented you. I did.
1: <laughs> I stand that's by it. The,
0: in our very first cold open, you went, I invented you. I did. I
1: invented you. <laughs> I, everything that you say that's funny, uh-huh. I probably said before. <laughs> I stand by that. Okay, great. What are we talking about? The bronzing of the okay, shoe. Right. Why do they do that? It's to memorialize the shoes. But here's the board, gag. Board, listen, board, 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 board. they didn't bronze his shoes because his first set of shoes were hiking shoes. So we I panned know. these little bronzed <laughs> <know>. hiking shoes. <laughs> it's very weird. I don't understand it. I didn't bronze Lola's shoes. I guess I'm a Bron- bad mom. What are you my bronzed, our shoes.
0: Oh, my God. Welcome
1: to the podcast, Bronzing the Shoe. (laughs) Like, we just start a whole podcast about it.
0: Hey, girl, it's been a whole summer you getting your shoe bronzed, huh?
1: Isn't it funny how you have to flip that script now?
0: (laughs) It's true, because it's Silly Goose Fall. (laughs) For the past
2: year, Jesse has been preparing for a lengthy solo camping trip. He's saved enough vacation time at work to take an entire month off. In the summer, he bought a new four-wheel-drive SUV.
3: There's a knock at the door, and there's Jesse just grinning ear to ear. He had bought a Jeep specifically for the kind of roads he wanted to be on. He was really thrilled. So we learned that for the
0: last year Jesse's been saving for a lengthy solo camping trip. Now look, I used to work at a hotel. And, like anybody who works a shift job understands this. You save up your PTO, your paid time off. Like you accumulate a certain number of hours every week. Do you
1: want to get into the conversation that Americans don't have enough paid time off? I'll or be, do you want to course. save that for another oh, podcast? Oh
0: God, no, we'll save it for another time. Okay. But Jesse has saved up enough that he can take off an entire month of vacation. Although he works at a hotel and he's taking off like holiday time yeah. in Denver. That seems bizarre that he was able to get the time off. Yeah. <laughs> Not if I was the manager Jesse not if I was
1: the manager girl Patrick worked in hotels for so long he's got so many good stories so the
0: time Scary Spice was waiting for her room and had to sit at the hotel bar sipping Chardonnay also her people called ahead and like gave us a list of things that they expected to have in the room and at the end it said a gift not necessary but would be nice (laughs)
1: for scary spice that's uh, I know, not necessary but, but would, would be, be nice.
0: nice also that woman likes chilled chardonnay at all times she's a lady oh after my own God. heart someone I know. go
1: out to H&M and get a gift card for scary spice
0: <laughs> I love in this scenario what? what's her name who that woman from Boston Sharon yeah
1: <gasps> I forgot Sharon you, I you for- forgot Sharon Beggabone <laughs> Never in my life did I think I'd be doing this podcast. I fucking made you. I made you, bro. You fucking forget my goddamn name. I will fuck. I'm going to fucking hate you so hard. I'm going to serve three to five for aggravated assault. Then I'm going to come out of jail, mm-hmm. find you, do it again, go back and do that fucking merry-go-round till I fucking lay in my grave. You forget Sharon Bag of Bones?
0: Jennifer, keep all of that.
1: <laughs> I love that in this scenario,
0: Sharon Bagabones is a hotel manager at the W.
1: Come <laughs> on, go get her a gift card. $20 good? Make it 25 Okay. So.
2: <laughs> though he tends to guard his privacy, Jesse reveals that he is headed for the Tonto National Forest, a three million acre wilderness area.
3: Now I didn't push any further past Tonto National Park. I'm just thinking he's going on an adventure. I had no idea that Tonto National Park was humongous. So we learned that
0: he's going on this like hiking trip, but he's being really cagey about where he's yeah. going when he's talking to his mom. And his mom is like, Cut this shit, Jesse. I need to know where you're gonna be, girl. Well, he's like, I'm going to Arizona, and
1: she's like, Can we can we hone in <laughs> on can what? Can we narrow that it ma-? down? Yeah, can you it's a whole state. Yeah. <laughs> can we just like just a little bit? <laughs> and so he does that and he says, All right, I'm going to the Tonto National Forest, which I rewound this because I thought I misheard it. Okay. Did you hear the acre? <laughs> No, the what? The acreage? Oh, yeah, it is... Why do you always not know what I'm talking about when I say that word?
0: <laughs> You've done that before. Do you say the word acreage a lot?
1: I said it before and you I didn't know you what were was. I talking
0: about Anchorage, Alaska. No,
1: the acreage. Do you hear how the acreage of Tonto National Park? Did yeah. you watch the episode? <laughs> is the acreage? It is 3 million acres. It's a lot of acres. It's, it's vast. It they is... say the word vast you over guys, and over. You guys, say vast
0: so many times. But mom is like, I didn't push it more than that. I figured the Tonto National Forest, how big can it be? Yeah, and
1: she's like, super big. Yeah. And I was like, and she's like, I do not know how big it was. So I was like, same, Mama Cynthia.
0: So she gives him her camera, sends him on his way.
1: With the adjusted sleeping bag. Yeah, she, she let it out for him.
0: It out. So it's Thursday, November 26, 2009.
1: Wait, also, Mama says she's like she wasn't trying to check in on him or like be super you know like helicopter mom but she's yeah. like i just want to hear if it's fun like yeah yeah yeah, you yeah. call yeah. me like yeah. it was very sweet like she no, wasn't like, check sweet. in with me yeah. call me she's like i just want to hear her. that sounds exciting
0: three
2: days later on thanksgiving day jesse capin hits the road filled with anticipation and unbeknownst to his family guided by a secret obsession it's nearly 900 miles to his destination
3: His plans were to be home before Christmas. And I said, oh great, we can all get together for Christmas.
0: But
2: Jesse won't make it home to Denver for the holidays.
0: So it's November 26th. It's Thanksgiving Day, and Jesse's hitting the road for his trip. And I, I went, like, You don't want to sit around and get hammered and watch the parade like, I the, like the rest of you
1: us? You couldn't just leave the next day? Like, I know. <laughs> one more day
0: later? But this is kind of what I'm saying. Like, huh. Yeah. Weird.
1: He's like, Nah, instead I'm going to drive 900 miles. <laughs> Literally. And maybe I'll be back for Christmas. So now we're cutting to Sunday. I bet Christopher says, hold on. Christopher says, But Jesse won't make it home for the holidays. I'm like, Christopher. <laughs> We, we know. know. why we're here, we're girl. We're here. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to say it, dude. You don't have to ruin no. every story you narrate. Right. Okay. Can you take it easy on Christopher? No. Yeah. No. Christopher, we love you.
0: So now it's Sunday. According to my notes, December 20th. It's December 20th, you guys. My she's, big, got, she's
1: got chubby thumbs. My big
0: chubby fingers. If you follow
1: us on Facebook, you know oh my God. the delicious misspellings you of guys, Patricia. I was
0: making all these like Canva posts about the live shows, and I'm like, like, come to our shoe, S H O E. Wait, did you
1: see what I wrote? <laughs> what did you write? I wrote jokes on you. We actually have a shoe. So, <laughs> we added a second we, shoe. We added you guys. a second shoe. So, if you're going to you come for him, so, but know that we have yeah, extra shoes. We added a second
2: shoe. Nearly a month after Jesse's departure, a hiker is making his way through the intriguingly named Superstition Mountains in the Tonto National Forest when he comes across something odd.
6: Our dispatch center got a call from a Good Samaritan. He had located a Jeep Grand Cherokee out off near the uh, Tortilla Trailhead.
2: Still, the hiker is concerned. Two miles from the Jeep, a disheveled
0: tent is blowing in the wind. So we're in the Tonto National Forest at long last. And it's nearly a month after Jesse's departure. And there's a fucking hiker making his way through the thing.
1: And he... What? Making his way through what?
0: The Tonto National Forest.
1: What's the mountain called?
0: Um, Superstitions Mountain.
1: There is superstition. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have the rights to that? <laughs>
0: wow! Well, no, this guy's hiking in the Superstitious Superstition Mountains or whatever. It's just a
1: little stitious.
0: And he finds a Jeep Grand Cherokee and he calls the cops. And
1: Yeah, so and it was about two miles away from the broken down jeep. Was like a broken tent. Like it was. Well, he said it wasn't erect, and I was like, "Let's not make Patrick giggle." In the (laughs) there, there it is. The tent wasn't erect. But my (laughs) there it is. Okay, it's so easy. Honestly, we are two children with microphones. I I don't know know why you all. Yeah, we're gonna get more
0: of that in a little bit. But I was like, can this guy who found the Cherokee see two miles away? Like he can see the tent.
1: No, I think he. I think he was hiking. Okay. <laughs> I think that's what hikers. I know we don't know a lot about the outdoors, but me thinks yeah. he was hiking.
0: So the cops get there and they go to the campsite. Shit's everywhere. There's a wallet. In the wallet, there's a credit card, a driver's license, there's money, there's car keys. And they say the driver's license was from Colorado, the car was from Colorado. Like something is wrong here. Right. And like obviously no one's sleeping in that tent.
1: Yeah. Because it's not.
0: Should have been blown over. Because it's not. A There
1: you go. <laughs> <laughs> just give it to him. Everybody, just give him a minute, all right? Just take a break. I know you're at work with your headphones on, trying not to, you know, let Donna from accounting mm-hmm. listen to you giggle at your desk. Mm-hmm. So it's Monday, December 21st. No boner to, for that, 10. Did you workshop that? Down he went, the he, hey, girl, he went there to pitch 10. Yeah, and then what happened? Uh Uh-uh. No, you didn't think that far ahead, did you? You just got to the really basic joke and you didn't think past it, did you? Aw, you're such, you're so cute. You're adorable.
6: We uh, received a report of a possibly uh, abandoned Jeep Grand Cherokee near the Tortilla Ranch. I did not want to enter the vehicle. If this did turn into a search... I wanted to preserve the scent of the potential victim inside the vehicle for our tracking dogs.
2: Marsky photographs the Jeep's condition and marks its location on his GPS. The license and registration link the Jeep to a Denver resident, Jesse Capen.
1: The hiker calls the sheriff and we meet Sheriff Rob from Maricopa. Yes. Pretty hot. I actually, in my notes, I have I have him as super hot Sheriff Rob. Yeah. So super hot Investigator Rob goes to investigate the Jeep. Yeah. And it's in an area where cars aren't supposed to be there. Yeah. And the car was there. And he didn't go in the car. He just like took some pictures. He but he went says the-
0: he doesn't want to disturb it because he doesn't like if we need to get scent from it. Yeah. Then and I was like, I'm sorry, but it's a fart Jeep. Like a dude drove all the. Look, this is not a thing about Jesse. If you come to any of our live shows, you know any car with a boy in it's fucking fart car. Yeah. You know that the windows are rolled up. Like, I don't know what kind of scent is in there, but I think if we air it out, it would still be okay. Air it out. Let's normalize airing out cars full of straight men.
1: Why? Because men are... Farting. Men are... Constantly farting. They are. Disgusting. Yeah.
0: Probably pubes everywhere. Do
1: you know someone DM'd me and said, can you not say man pubes while I eat my lo mein? (laughs) Someone DM'd me that, and I said, "Well, don't eat, low man, while I talk about manuves. Problems." It solved. is
0: true. I don't understand why the pubes are constantly falling off our bodies.
1: Um. So. Uh,
0: so the care, uh, as I wrote it in my notes, the care is traced to Jesse. Car, <laughs> guys, I was, I was my I was talking about the car. My, my fingers. Your, your
1: cute little fingers. <laughs>
0: So he found the car, checks out the car. Then we learned the next day he goes to check out the campsite. Right. I was like, "Was it quitting time?" Yeah. Hot cop, I know it's two miles away, girl. Broad fucking daylight when you're checking out the car. You know what? I'm
1: gonna call it. <laughs> I worked really hard today. <sighs> it's a fart car. What a day! De- you know what? I'm gonna get a, a bright and early tomorrow. <laughs> totally. It's it's five forty, so it's like that twenty minutes. Yeah, it's quitting time. Too close. I'm to gonna s- get to the campsite. So <laughs> I know he's missing. <laughs>
0: It's gonna get real cold over here overnight, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna go home.
1: So they check the tent. He's got everything that a very good and prepared camper has. Yes.
0: It was an ideal spot to pitch a tent, they said.
1: There we go. Do you have anything further, sweetheart? Did you work anything out? Yeah, it was an ideal spot to pitch
0: a tent because it was smooth ground surrounded by brush. That
1: is that. Okay, everyone on the count of three, laugh, laugh wherever you are. Ready? One, two, three. Just give it to him.
0: I said, I feel like this has serious Silly Goose fall
1: vibes.
6: (laughs) I started inventorying the tent. Plenty of warm clothing, sleeping bag. He had a camper's cooking setup. Plenty of food rations, granola bars. He actually even had a water purifier. Jesse's preparations impressed Deputy Marsky. The amount of supplies he had with him, he had to make two, three, four trips back to his Jeep to unload all of that.
1: But he he had everything that he needed. There was warm clothes. There was sleeping bags. Sleeping bags. Sleeping bags. (laughs) Plenty of water. A food. A food. (laughs) You guys, whenever we record at oh night, my God. it never goes. I well. know it's
0: almost seven o'clock. A you guys. water oh purifier.
1: God. Anyway, he had plenty of things, so all to say that remember the pitch tent, ha ha ha, <laughs> was two miles away, and the sheriff was like he would have had to make a wicked number of trips, three to four there and back, three to for four all trips. of the supplies that he had.
0: Yeah, I wrote down the number that they. There said. you go. You sweetheart. know what I mean. So they find a bottle labeled fish oil, and they open it up. Not fish oil pills. No, nope. it's a. It's a a Veritable Maricopa County bottle of white lady pills
1: yeah. in there. Just some mishmash of pills. Lots it's of it's
0: like very Karen Walker. They're all those like different colors.
1: Yeah, exactly. Lots of OTC, except there was one anxiety medication. We'll Which talk about sets that. sets
0: everybody off on a fucking wild goose chase. Everyone's like, because there's one anxiety med in there, now they're like, maybe he like wandered off into the wilderness and had a nervous breakdown and had some sort of like psychotic break. It's like, guys, yeah, the maybe one pill in yeah, there. Yeah, the
1: maybes get out of control. That's we'll hear more about true. that later. <laughs> (laughs)
2: Marsky calls in search and rescue coordinator, Deputy Sheriff Don Rowan.
5: Looks
6: like it's been there for about a week or so.
5: The area that Jesse was in received in the the time frame that he was there, probably in the neighborhood of three to four inches of rain, five, six inches of snow, 40, 50 mile an hour winds. It's probably one of the worst winters we've had out here in the last five to ten years.
1: So they call in search and rescue and we meet Sheriff Don Rowan. And they think it's been about a week since he's been there. And like you see his tent. It's a little tiny. Yeah. Pitched tent. Okay. So they were just saying that it's kind of actually one of the worst winters they've had in about five to ten years. So they thought maybe he went to go seek refuge in a cave. Like yeah. this just wasn't really hiking, pitching tent. Cue laughter. <laughs> we should just have canned laughter every time we say, Bitch, you're dead. <laughs> So, the Maricopa Sheriff's Department launches a huge Aaron ground search for Jesse. Put a pin in that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> huge, massive, wide, spacious, vast ground search. Just remember that.
0: But they also bring in, like, tracking dogs and cadaver dogs, and they're saying that, like, because the weather's been so harsh, like, his scent has been lost.
1: Right. And and this... this but t- now,
0: can I just say now, they enumerate all the different ways Jesse could have died, oh. and they get the, like, the reenactment actor to do all of So they're like, well, he could have like slid down the rock face and fallen on who knows what. And you see the reenactment actor being like, oh, Geronimo! Like, yeah. And then they're like, he could have gotten wedged between two boulders. And you see the reenactment actor screaming, bloody fucking murder. They just
1: keep giving us, they're like, maybe he fell into a mine. Maybe he ate a poisonous plant. (laughs) Maybe he went in the ocean and was stung by 10 jellyfish. (laughs) Maybe he had bad. I was like, Can we just finish the story? I know, I know. do you guys mind? So they also say, it should be said that, like, this terrain was really, like, rugged. It's, like, rocky and it's, like, really dangerous. And there's this part that says a lot of it was straight up and I was waiting for them to finish the sentence like <laughs> straight up crazy and I'm like oh no 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 no, it, it was straight, straight up. up okay I literally was like straight up straight up what? well I
0: have a note where it's like they say taking into consideration Jesse's height and weight they determined he could have gotten about two miles from the campsite and I was like if that had been me they were looking for they would have been like taking into consideration his height and weight and the the shape that he was in he could have gotten about
1: 12 feet yeah and we searched all the Twelve all feet. 12 we feet. Did you find it? We found six bottles of vodka <laughs> and no Patrick. They're like, that doesn't make sense. No. Then. No, he's for sure aliens. Yeah. <laughs> it's been, a- it been its aliens. That's the only solution. Case closed. Panera? <laughs> we also see, not for nothing, we do see the aerial footage of this park and yeah. it is it is vast. There it is. There's no other word. It is huge and so it's just
0: a huge pitched tent
1: it's still not getting funny (laughs) I know you're trying I know you work so hard at Mm -hmm. what you do and Mm -hmm. I love your work Mm -hmm. ethic but Mm -hmm. you can keep saying it and Mm -hmm. it's not going to get funnier
0: pitched tent you guys they keep saying pitched tent
2: (laughs) Okay. okay authorities don't even know how long he has been missing until receipts found in Jesse's Jeep provide some answers.
5: We found some receipts that had to do with uh, Walmart. We found receipts at a Jack in the Box that I believe we found on the floor. And there was a receipt from a hotel in Apache Junction.
2: Investigators discovered that Jesse had stayed at the motel twice since arriving in Arizona.
0: So they don't even know how long he's been missing, they say. But then they find receipts in his Jeep that give him some answers. They find a Walmart receipt and a Jack in the Box receipt. I was like, oh, that's embarrassing. If it were me, when they are able to trace back my last like known whereabouts to the McDonald's, yeah. and they're like, it looks like he ate dinner with
1: nine other people. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's as usual. But only two of you had dinner your credit card receipt. OK. Um, it's not right, but, but that's it's OK. okay. I'm, I'm going to beg. make it anyway. I love that when she goes, if six of y'all went out, <laughs> oh, four of you were pretty cheap. Because only two of you had dinner. <laughs> No credit card. Card I mean, that is a great receipt. line. Anyway. It is
0: because you only know gay people. That's why you know all the words to that song.
1: I just imagine, may she rest, Whitney yeah. Houston being like, hmm, <laughs> a six of y'all? Like, she's got the receipt. Four people didn't eat dinner. That's how that worked out. Because there were six. I only two steaks,
3: two glasses of wine.
0: I got the credit card receipt. Oh, my God.
3: <laughs> he would go out and backpack or go on the field four or five days. And then he'd come back to the motel and kind of replenish on supplies, have a shower.
5: His last visit was
2: December 3rd.
5: He said he'd be back in a week, and then he was going back to Denver. He never made back to the hotel.
1: So his last visit was December 3rd, 2009. And he told the people that he would be back in a week. Yeah. And he never went back.
0: Yeah. And by the way, it's like back in Denver, the mom is just getting notified. Yeah. It's December 22nd and the mom hasn't seen
1: him since
0: Thanksgiving Day when and, he took off.
1: And she's decorating her Christmas tree, no doubt singing Mariah's best. Yeah.
0: <laughs> on a loop,
1: like me. And on December 22nd, Mama Cynthia is singing the third chorus and she opens the door. Yeah. And it's the police asking if she knew Jesse.
0: So, yeah, so the cops tell her that Jesse's fucking missing. This is a very weirdly handled moment because it goes into a commercial and then it comes back out. And when it comes out of the ad, we learn that Jesse was on his annual treasure hunt. Yeah. It's like smash cut to treasure hunt. Yeah,
1: they were like, his coworker was like, ah, he's on his treasure (laughs) hunt. I literally wrote, treasure hunt, question mark.
0: Remember earlier I mentioned that, like, we keep being told that he's hiding the real reason he's going on this camping trip? Yeah. You guys, we learned that this area where he's camping was the home to the Pima Indians and once the home to the Apache Indians. And they're called the Superstition Mountains. And we are told that it, quote, hides a glittery prize. There's this whole American folklore legend that there's a mine full of gold there that, like, apparently treasure hunters go in search of all the fucking time. This is the part of the episode that I think where you turned off and I turned on. Oh,
1: you guys. (laughs) Honestly, I'm going to try and piece these notes together. My ADHD brain, I watched this 12 times.
0: Because we go back in time and you guys... Just so you know, you know those Nicolas Cage, like, national treasure hunt movies he or whatever? He said this
1: before. We, yes. He goes, what are those Nicolas Cage movies? I was like, I, I I, have no clue the words that are coming out of your mouth. The
0: Nicolas Cage movies where it's, like, the, the one who, the uh, Diane...
1: You're asking me questions I'm no, not going to answer. We, your
0: friend Micah, our friend from college, yeah. is friends with Diane Kruger. Yes. She is in this movie. Sure. She's, like, in the trilogy of these movies. Okay. And it's about this, like, guy. it's like it's like the Da Vinci Code before the Da Vinci Code. And don't worry, we're getting into the Da Vinci Code in this episode, too! Okay. Okay.
1: So. I don't know anything that's happening right now. So, we learned that We this... meet a cowboy! Yes. We meet a cowboy. Cowboys are real, if you don't believe me. We, we've met a cowboy before. It's this guy. He's a historian
0: and writer. His name is Tom Kohlerborn.
1: He's a cowboy. He's got a hat, and he's here to tell us about cowboy stuff.
2: The story begins in the 1860s.
4: Jacob Waltz spent several years prospecting for gold in the Superstition Mountains. Mineralization was a big thing at that time, so everybody was coming to Arizona to look for mineral wealth. A lot of rich mines were found in the area. The Mammoth Mine between 1893 and 1897 produced $3 million worth of gold. At twenty dollars an ounce,
0: he wants us to know that this story about this cave is one of the most famous in American folklore. And I went, but i never heard of it, girl. Never heard of it.
1: Well, okay. So Tom is a writer and a historian. And yeah, you didn't say writer and historian. Did I? Don't think you did,
0: Jennifer. You heard everything He's a historian and writer. His name is Tom Kohlerborn. See.
1: See, you didn't. I don't know if he <laughs> did or didn't. Did you say that?
0: I did. All right. I don't know what you. Well, knows. Tom started going looking for this cave with his dad back in fucking 1925. Like in this area of the world, this cave is like a big thing, and the, the whole treasure hunting thing. I was super into it. <laughs>
1: well, Let me just tell you what I have in my notes. I watched like I watched like five minutes, and I literally wrote. <laughs> Well, they would go looking for it. (laughs) What am I talking about? I don't know what I'm talking about. The whole thing.
0: So we get this history. Ellen this morning on FaceTime was like, are you ready for a fucking cave diving history lesson? (laughs) So it started in the 1860s. And I went, oh, wait, we're doing this? Yeah.
1: That's what I'm saying. But, like, a
0: lot—basically, this is, like, the gold rush era, I think. And a lot of gold was found in nearby mines. One of them produced $3 million in gold. But
1: $3 million in 1893. Yeah. It was That's it was crazy. A lot. Yeah.
0: And they say, according to the legend, this guy, Jacob Waltz, who was a real person, the legend is that this guy discovered a mine somewhere in the Superstitions Mountains and never told anybody oh, oh, oh. and while we're learning this, they
4: are doing this weird old-timey remake. It was rich bonanza ore where you can actually see the gold in it. Any time you can see a lot of gold, you got high grade.
3: So howdy. Written dog talk.
2: Waltz kept the location of his mine secret, but made frequent trips there
4: to bring back gold. He wasn't one to brag about it. Some people tried to follow him and they never found a mine. Many claim they did
1: it's like a funny like Charlie oh, yeah. Chaplin like they yeah. they put like a sepia filter yes, on yes, it yes, like if yes, yeah. they're like how are you lady like they're it's like so making weird. a fucking
0: western on Disappeared it's unbelievable but according to legend he found this mine he kept it a secret what? people what
1: just read my note right there what does that say I don't get it I literally just wrote <laughs> I don't get it this is so far above my pay grade it says I don't get it
0: he left clues I don't get this <laughs> then it says he died at 83 <laughs> <laughs> That's like 10 minutes of the episode. What do you have to say for yourself?
1: <laughs> I am an ADHD. I didn't understand this. <laughs> <laughs> I just kept writing.
3: I don't get this.
5: <laughs> oh.
1: Always says that, like, if one of us has an off day, it's okay because we all we have to know is half the story. Totally, I am cashing in those chips today, (laughs) (laughs) babe. Well, it ends with everyone's like it
0: ends with that guy Tom saying, "I think the mine is real, and if we were to find the mine today, it would be worth thirty billion dollars."
1: Billion. Also, this has to be said: Waltz died in 1891. Yeah, at 83. What's? In,
0: I don't get what's the big people deal. People
1: didn't live that long back then. Okay, why are you yelling at
0: me about it? I
1: just thought that was am- I was, what in the Betty White hell is going on? <laughs> you know,
0: Betty White is still alive. I
1: know she's like hundred. In 1891. <laughs> Being I know. 83 is like living to 130
0: <laughs> did you look that up on like some conversion chart I did
1: okay. <laughs> oh I'm literally crying right now okay
2: now it appears that Jesse Capen is possessed
4: by the legend of the man and the mysterious mind my father called it the Dutchman syndrome these are people who really believe it's out there they're totally convinced they believe in that lost up in mind stronger than most people that believe in God believe in God
3: I was just realizing how this is bigger than I thought it was. It was just completely, totally overwhelming.
0: So everyone now is realizing how obsessed Jesse was with this story.
1: Except for Mama Cynthia. (laughs) Mama (laughs) Cynthia goes... I had no idea. (laughs) She just, poor thing is just in the dark.
0: But on Christmas Eve, Jesse's parents fly to Apache, Arizona to join the search and they're like, once again, the authorities are weighing all the options. Like, either he had a bad reaction to the medication or he got lost and turned around like in an area where everything just looked the same. It
1: all looks the same. I can get lost in a fucking Macy's parking lot. Do you know? (laughs) I can. It gets so confusing. You're my
0: hot, dumb, slutty friend and I I love you.
1: I love you. Everyone get on hot dog,
0: slutty friend a is dom. as amazing That's
1: as Ellen. <laughs> okay, do you, but do you know that a salmon will go back? They will swim upstream and spawn at the exact place they were born and die at the exact place they were born. How do you know this? I don't know actually, but I do, <laughs> and like. So, but I'm just saying, I can't find shit. I can't find my car keys half the time. Okay,
0: can we stick to the story? Sorry. So, they say that, you know, also, he probably wandered off. Like, they're not going to find his body on the trail. He's a treasure hunting. You're not going to find the treasure on the trail, girl. Well, they were like, hikers stay on the trail. Yeah. Treasure, treasure hunters
3: don't <laughs> stay on the trail.
0: And then they're saying, like, because now they want this to be a fucking Nicolas Cage National Treasure Hunt movie, they want to find a diary yeah, indicating or where- or like
1: he, a map or, or something.
0: Or you guys, they don't, but they find a bunch of books that were all about the Dutchman gold mine. That's what this, like, legendary mine is called. They find one book.
1: You guys, I love this so Yeah, much. this is kind of cool. They find—oh,
0: oh, look who decided to tune in for two minutes. Uh,
3: that is all I can handle. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. One of the books that he left at the tent had three pages torn out. And so they were able to get an original copy—
2: the missing pages describe an area known as Peter's Cave.
5: The area at Peter's Cave is very specific. You could walk right by and not see it, but in this particular page, it shows you a frontal view of what you're looking at.
2: But the missing pages don't lead to the missing person.
0: They find this one book in his stash, in his car or whatever, his fart car. And I'm like, oh my God, the fucking goonies of it all, right? They find the three pages and those three pages that are missing describe an area known as Pete's Cave. I've been in Pete's Cave. (laughs) A couple times this summer. Silly Goose Fall, girl. There
1: were some Peters in there.
3: But
0: they say you could walk right past this cave and not even know it. But the three missing pages in this book give you, like, a frontal view of what you're looking at. And, it like, he, like, ripped the pages out of the book to go, find it. That's
1: fucking cool. Yeah, but he wasn't there. I know.
0: Okay. But they were able to, like, go and, like, get the pages that were missing yeah. and, like, follow him on the trail. Yeah, but he wasn't there. But you still don't care.
1: No, I mean, I care. He just wasn't there. Okay.
0: <laughs> but then this is so sad. On, on Christmas Day, Friday, December 25th, 2009, this is when the family gets in a helicopter. And I was like, oh, my God, the fucking and rescue people who aren't at home with their families on Christmas? I, I thought- Heroes. Like, couldn't we just do Boxing Day? I know, but like, you know, this family, like, he might be out there, like, alive and freezing to death. You know what I mean? Yeah. You heartless monster. Yeah, and
1: also they needed to get to the Gap the next day. So
0: they get up in the helicopter, and this is where the mom says the word vast 800 times. But, like, this Tonto National Forest is three million fucking acres, and she's like, it was to, like, the scale where there actually were hikers out there, and you could barely, barely see them. and that's
1: just sort of where it all sets in for her. She was like, Oh wow! Like this is if he's is out the... here
0: somewhere, it's going to be impossible exactly. to exactly. It
1: just kind of like sets in with the family, and they're just they they leave, they go, they go back to Denver, and they start to look through his stuff. And, and the mom Mama, feels bad about it. She is Mama Cynthia is the antithesis of me because she says I didn't want to invade his privacy. I, I didn't want to look through his stuff. I was I like, I can't wait
0: to invade Daisy's privacy. I was like,
1: honey, if you're sitting next to me on the bus and you so much as tilt your phone in my direction, <laughs> I'm know. reading your text messages. <laughs> like I am. No. Nothing um, is safe. Uh, nothing is safe. And Mama Cynthia's like, I didn't want to do it, but they had to. They had to because they're hoping they're
0: going to find any single thing that will shed any light on like where he is or what he did.
1: You know who didn't mind invading Jesse's privacy? The
0: uncle. Uncle
1: Greg. Yeah. <laughs> uncle Greg is here and he's like, let's go.
4: It doesn't take long before they hit the mother load. There were stacks of uh, his calculations uh, in physics and geometry and so forth.
3: We had to go through it because every single paper, everything might give us a clue of where to look.
4: But
2: something important is missing.
3: One of the things that was alarming for us is there was no computer. And we knew Jesse had a computer.
0: They literally say we hit the fucking mother load. There's stacks and stacks of books on this Dutchman gold mine, but then they get his computer. Wait, like, because find-
1: Mama Cynthia's like, we're in his apartment. Wait, where's his computer? That's weird. And they
0: don't really explain this very well, but they learn, remember how he was staying at that, oh, that Apache Hope motel yeah. or whatever? When he would go back out into the wilderness, he would le- he'd worked it out with the manager to leave a suitcase there, and his computer was in the suitcase. Right. So- and, like
1: the owner had like agreed to hold it for him because he was like, Oh, sure, you'll be back in a week. Yeah, that would never fly in minutes Manhattan, no, as
0: if. <laughs> that'll be eight hundred dollars yeah, a day. Yes. I, please, I worked as a hotel concierge for five years. The racket of people coming in off the street trying to pretend they're staying there. So you'll hold their luggage oh, for the after I know. fucking noon. Please get like, out you, of yeah, here. Absolutely. What's not. your room number, ma'am? Yeah,
1: two. Can I see your room, okay, bitch? It's in my bag. That's... Well, then you can't store it here, bitch. Okay, I'm room for them.
0: Okay, bye. bye. Scary Spice. <laughs>
1: Listen, if you got luggage in Times Square, you're in a Manhattan, you are S-O-L. No one's holding that no, shit for you. You're
0: carrying that with you to the M&M store. Yeah. You're taking it with you to the fucking TKTS booth. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> Go have fun at that Chili's in Times Square. Pay double the price it is at home. And take your fucking rolling suitcase. And they're
0: not going to hold it for you in the coat. Check at the Chili's either. Taking that shit to your table. Okay? Uh, Come to
1: New York, you guys. <laughs>
0: because so they, they've got the computer, right? And the thing that the Wait, Uncle Greg is, is like. crazy. Uncle Greg is blown away.
1: So Uncle Greg was like, I don't know how, but my sister hacked his computer. They guessed his password. How the hell do you guess someone's password you know unless what your I would, password you know, on, is password? But
0: I would I put it in like Dutchman's Cave.
1: Dutchman's Cave 69. He's it's like, so, oh, okay. But he's so obsessed with
0: it and he didn't tell anyone about it. Like it's his yeah. big secret. You know what I mean? How do you
1: guess? If you guessed my password, I would give you my life savings. Your
0: password is 69. That's,
1: yeah, you're disgusting. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Big Um. can you bleep some of that? Thank you. My daughter's going to listen to the show one day and then we're going to have a really awkward relationship.
2: Greg stays up night after night mining Jesse's hard drive for clues. The computer unlock was stunning. The amount of data in there There are emails, photos, calculations, paintings, and diagrams.
4: They had to do with hidden treasures, puzzles, problem-solving, physics, geometry, ancient mysteries of the world.
3: He was working at night as a bellman, and during the day, it appears that he was studying.
0: Uncle Greg becomes a man obsessed. Uncle which Greg would be me.
3: absolutely.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, Uncle Greg basically, like, quits his job, moves yeah. into the apartment. He's like, well, I live here now. Yeah, and just... <laughs> he starts going through Jesse's computer. They basically learn
0: that Jesse is obsessed with treasure hunting.
1: Obsessed! So they say that, like, Jesse
0: would, like, go to work, and then he would, like, come home and, like, study he all day. He would study
1: hidden treasures. He would study ancient mysteries. He would study photos. He would study diagrams. Again, I did not understand anything anything but, that they were talking about. Would you be like the old man with one of those like boop boop, no, boop no, like, not metal that. detectors no, in the sand? No, but like
0: we learned that at one point Jesse pays like $550 for aerial satellite photos of this place called Chickadee Island, which is known for like sunken treasure in Virginia. Yeah. It's like, like Blackbeard's treasure and shit. Like that's the shit I would totally do. You guys, totally he's do. getting
1: really excited. <laughs> I might see myself out and go get Chipotle. <laughs> so remember how, you know, he was a gentle giant who like superly kept to himself. Well, not online. Not online. He was was a busy bee.
0: <laughs> he, got, he he was in all these different forums where he had these aliases like Apprentice and Hunter. Yeah. Wow.
1: And he was in all of these forums about treasure seeking yeah. and specifically obviously the Lost Dutchman Mine.
0: But he was also like a leader in these groups. And right. he, like they say that they could find out that his interest in the mine went back 9 years. He had thousands of photos and maps stored in the computer. There's this author, they call him a famous author, Thomas Clever. Never heard of him. Sure. But he's written about the mine and they learn that like not only had Jesse been in touch with this guy. Jesse had fucking taken trips to the mine like years and years earlier. He had taken trips to D.C. to go study in like the National Archives about the mine.
1: And we find out that he had also already been to Arizona. Now his family knew he was going to Arizona this time, but back in 2001, they found pictures of him in Arizona. And I said to Patrick before we started recording, I was like, I don't get what the big secret is. Like there are plenty of people who are into all kinds of weird, you know, whether it's video games or Dungeons and Dragons or, you know, Needlepoint, whatever you're into, why the secret?
0: And you're legit looking for like treasure. Like, if you find it, you're gonna be rich. Like, there's no shame.
1: Make a fucking podcast. Yeah, and it's fun (laughs) and it's creative and it's not hurting anyone. Yeah, Yeah. So, like, everyone is kind of like, he has a whole separate secret life. and he's kept this a secret for like almost ten years. And,
0: like, in emails to that author who's written about the caves, he says he thinks he knows where it is right like he thinks he's found it that's why he's making this trip back on thanksgiving day instead
2: of providing answers jesse's computer only sparks new questions
3: i was very confused um as far as his art he had the mona lisa and he had a picture of um jesus at the last supper so i'm just curious to see the last supper uh jesse is not a religious man I kind of thought, well, I wonder if it has anything to do with the book, The Da Vinci Code, or he just likes art
0: all of a sudden you guys they're finding pictures of the Mona Lisa and the Last Supper on his computer and his mom's like girl he's not religious he's not even
1: religious and she goes
0: is that like Da Vinci Code shit and I went yes Mama Cynthia yes
1: ma'am do you remember those years back on the subway where you could not lay your eyes anywhere without seeing like three people reading the Da Vinci Code on the subway I read the Da
0: Vinci Code in two days I was obsessed with it the
1: Da Vinci Code was to books what cereal was to podcasts billion percent because you would go on the subway anywhere Da Vinci Code and like years yeah. later, everyone had cereal in their yeah, hands, yeah, yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah, okay.
0: So the last online activity happened on December 3rd at 3.30, 8 p.m. at that motel where he was staying. And this is another whole thing where he was looking for sleeping bags. And they're like, well, that's weird. Like, Remember that sleeping bag that Mama Cynthia had to let out? We yes. know he had a sleeping bag. Why and is he looking for another one?
1: Beyond that, two sleeping bags were found at his campsite. So uh, this is the thing. This is what's so confusing about this episode is it's just all these hypotheses being Like hypotheses, 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 (laughs) hypotheses, being thrown out. Two
0: dummies make a podcast. (laughs) These guys suck.
1: (laughs) Um, thank you, but but they're saying like,
0: did somebody come and meet him, or was he out there with somebody? But it's just
1: so many things being thrown out, and then finally the family was like. Clearly, we don't know him. I was like, yeah, babe.
0: I know. I know. And it's like, it's not like he was like cooking meth in the basement. Like, it is a weird thing to keep secret. But we're back with the cops. And they're like, oh, by the way, maybe he fell into a mine.
1: I was like, oh, the April Pixar of it all. (laughs) I know.
2: Investigators consider whether Jesse could have discovered an old mine or fallen into one. That could explain why there is simply no trace of Jesse.
6: Numerous... Abandoned mine shafts were discovered, And, and most of them are unmarked and they're undocumented. A person of Jesse's size could fall in and not have enough room to try and crawl back out.
0: In this area of this like mountain range it used to be like a gold mining area yeah. and there's all these unregistered mines. If you're walking around in the middle of the night you just fall into one of these holes and they they say so many times, I think in an unnecessary number of times, that Jesse was kind of so big that he could have fallen into one of these mines and been like too big to have been able to like yeah. figure out how to get himself out. But also, some of these mines are a hundred feet deep. Yeah, And if you fall in, you just literally fall to your fucking death. That's ten stories, you guys. Yeah. Then they posit that maybe he was devoured by a Mountain
1: lion. <laughs> Listen, I feel like they were running out of stuff, I know. and they're like, "Should we think of more things? Well, what uh, the... that could have happened to him?
0: One of the guys here was talking about how he had a friend that was stalked by a mountain lion, and then like, do you remember the guy? It was on video last year, it went viral, like on one of the platforms. There was a guy being stalked by a cougar, like on a trail. In not you. <laughs> Not you! I'm talking about an actual, <laughs> I'm talking about an actual, like, wild mountain cat. That's terrifying. Can oh. you imagine being ripped limb from limb by a fucking wild cat in the woods? Yeah, no. I, I mean, no.
1: <laughs> if, if that, you know. It's not, it's not how I want to die. And then they, and then they what about the reenactment of, like, the guy, like, holding him up? Yeah, because then they're saying there's also, like,
0: all these other, like, you're not supposed to be mining out there, right. and so there's people who think they know where the treasure is, and they go out there with guns. Yeah. Yeah. And they have like, this reenactment of Jesse just, like, going on a hike one afternoon and coming on this guy, and the guy's going to It's just kind of like, you guys, it did get really speculative, It, this re- it really
1: did. I yeah. just feel like they, like, ran out of stuff, and they're I like, let's, <laughs> ha- let's have some fun. Can we play some theater games? Let's <laughs> Try- just- I, I want to do Trust Falls. Yeah, yeah. Let's just, just zip zaps up. Let's circle up. <laughs> we're going to zip zaps up. Then we're going to run some ideas. Like, it's so weird, you guys, Does this Does anybody episode- have
0: a creepy-looking uncle with a beard, yeah. Put a little dirt on his face and give him a gun and we'll just see. We'll just do an
1: improv yeah. see what happens. Have fun with it. <laughs> you guys, I, this Have episode is it. wild. I, I don't know what's, I, I, I'm blackout.
2: A little over a year after Jesse Capen's disappearance, there is a grim discovery. A local treasure seeker roaming the superstitions is horrified to come upon the skeleton of a man. He finds another set of remains nearby. A third is later located not far away. Lust for gold has apparently blinded the Seekers to the perils of these mountains. They
0: come here to hunt for gold, and they end up in trouble. These people are going out looking for treasure and just finding bodies all over the place.
1: Yeah, so they were like, the treasure seeker went, and it's like, they found remains. And then some more. Yeah! And then some more. And then they were identified, and they were these three missing men from Utah. Who? You guys... Stop! I know. What are you guys <laughs> doing?
0: You know, when they do find those bodies, though, Mama Cynthia's kind of like, "But why can't they find Jesse's body?" I know,
1: and it turned out those guys died from exposure. And I wrote, "What? I, All of them? I know. All three I know. of them? Like, if one of them saw one of them pass, were the other two like, we should head back?" <laughs> and like, oh we should. God. And they were like, nah, let's "No, let's keep on going." Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. They, I got a little left. They all died of I know, and
1: they were next to each other. I know. They were like, I know. <laughs> "You still there, Phil?" <laughs> Well, I think has gone. <laughs> oh, like, it's all so weird. I'm not oh laughing, but it's just such I know. a wild story. You're right. When you're in
0: a trio out treasure hunting and one of you dies, turn back. Turn back. And if you didn't, when the next one
1: dies, you, you turn really back. <laughs> Go find one of those magic caves that I know. Jesse wasn't in. But they say like in I the would, end. I wrote, this is what I wrote you guys. I'm just going to I'm gonna put my notes in Instagram. It just says, they all died from exposure. What? All of them? This is the worst episode I've ever seen. <laughs> That's what my notes say. <laughs> I never write shit like this. I don't
4: get it.
2: Almost two years after Jesse vanished, a new clue surfaces. High atop Tortilla Mountain, one of the peaks of the superstitions, there is a logbook that successful climbers sign when they reach the top. It attests to the fact that Jesse had made it to the summit.
3: There was a piece of paper with about 16 names and at the bottom it said Colorado Jesse Capin 12409. So November 2011
1: turns out yeah, it's sure 2 why, years later. Not sure why it took 2 years to find I this know. here logbook. I know. Yeah, because we know it's there. It's like a little, you know, a little certificate. Like you know, I was here. Yeah. And Jesse signed it. Jesse from Colorado, twelve four oh nine. So he was there. I'm uh, doing the math though. That's
0: not a long time after he he left on the twenty sixth. Remember? Right? And he's driving nine hundred miles. It probably took him a couple days. Like I think that he climbed that mountain. Climbing was the first thing he did. Sure. He got there. He climbed to the top of the mountain, and then like we see his signature. But like that's the last. Tra- I don't think we learned anything from this.
1: Well, We learned, I guess we learned that he was alive by the force. Right,
0: yeah. I mean,
1: but again, why did that take two years? He might have signed that logbook, but I'm not going up there. (laughs) Let's wait for someone to go up there and then have them have a look see and then let us know. And they're like, no, he signed it. And they're like, oh, Oh,
3: shit.
0: Oh, God. (laughs) But that's the thing like the episode ends with with everyone concluding that like he must have gone off the trail. Right. He must be he must have fallen into a cave. And like that's so awful. Like like the, if that's what happened the family's never going to fucking know. Yeah. But then there's an update, girl.
1: So November 12th, which was 3 years after Jesse had headed off into the wilderness, searchers discovered a skeleton on Tortilla Mountain, yeah. which was just half A mile from Jesse's camp.
0: It's just half a mile from the camp. Oh, my God. a
1: mile. And searchers said it looked like a man had simply, like, slipped off the ledge and (gasps) fallen about 180 feet (gasps) below. And they found the remains, and they tested it for DNA, and it was the remains of Jesse. And it just looked like a big accident. But what happened to that big, massive land air search if he was half a mile away? I know, yeah. right, half a mile away, I right? I literally wrote half a mile in big letters. And so also, moreover, more than a century, all of these, like, adventure treasure seekers have sought this lost Dutchman mine. Yeah. And more than, like, a hundred people have claimed that they found it. But, like, most people say it doesn't exist at all.
0: Yeah. And those who claim that they found it, did they find the 30 fucking billion dollars? Yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, no, no i don't know <laughs> uh, who, who's to say i mean like yeah. it's just wild but all to say like were they it, it's just what is it folklore
0: yes what is the word <laughs> folklore
1: folklore why can't i say that word uh, i don't know but anyway at least you know the family has some closure and it just seems like a, a tragic and sad sad accident oh uh. say something funny
0: do you have any more fucking facts about salmon, girl? Wait, I do. No, hold bow, 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 up. <laughs> <bad-a-da- laughs> We are going on tour. Don't forget, Chicago, Boston, Atlanta. We added second shows.
1: Come fucking see us live. We cannot wait to see you. Come join our Facebook community. We have so much fun. We have, I don't know. Almost 25,000 people in the Facebook group. 25,000 down bitches. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram, The Disappeared Pod. You can follow me at Ellen Marsh. You can follow Patrick at, at @patrickhines_ underscore. We're also on Twitter. Also, I'm on TikTok. I was locked out of my Twitter
0: all day. It was really scary. It's at @patrickhines. Go fucking follow me. No,
1: follow me. Okay,
0: fine. You need you need the followers, girl. All. We love you so <laughs> we much, love you we guys. can't wait
1: to see you live. You guys,
0: the tour tickets are disappearedpod.com. Go there and get them now. Get them now. We love you, Bye. We love you, Bye. bye. They find out that like from time to time during his like wilderness trek, he stayed at a hotel. What was the place called?
1: I am right though.
0: <laughs> what was it called? The gold was, nugget? No. Uh, hang on.
1: The W. So we also found out. What, of course, nobody knew this—that he was staying at a hotel. He stayed twice during his stay. So on December third, wait, she- you said
0: you said they found a receipt at the hotel? Yeah. Okay. I, it was it was a confusing jumble of words. I just want to make sure we were
1: clear. Okay, you you do it, sweetheart. No, 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 no. I, as long as you got the Did I say it, Jennifer? <laughs> I don't know what I said. You guys, does anyone... Fo- this is not for you because you're not on TikTok, but does anyone follow the through hikers on TikTok? They hiked from Mexico to Canada. You talk about them all the time. Okay. I, I Do I? Yeah. I don't listen to myself. Okay. Yeah. I just don't understand why they can't just punch people like the rest of us. Why do you got to take out your aggression no, like agree. that?
5: I